Well, I want to welcome all of our campuses to the sixth and final week of our series entitled One to One Encounters with Jesus. Come on, let's just welcome all those that are joining us, every single one of our campuses. So excited to have you on this Palm Sunday weekend. Again, we are finishing up a series. I've really enjoyed this series. We've looked at six different encounters. Actually, today's the sixth of Jesus and the encounter that he had with different men and women in the Bible. Very, very powerful how Jesus is alive. Jesus is not only a real historical figure, but Jesus lives today. How many are grateful that we don't serve a dead God, but a God that is alive? Come on. I'm fired up about that, man. Again, we are excited. We are looking at today an encounter that Jesus had with two different women and a man. How there were some things in their life that died. There were some things in their life that looked like they were over. And then Jesus walked into their life. See, here's what I want to say today. It doesn't matter what in your life. It may be a dream that died. You may feel like a relationship died. You may feel like some hope or something on the inside of you died. When Jesus walks into your life, how I many you know when resurrection power walks into death, something comes alive? Something comes alive. I want to talk to you today about the powerful story of resurrection, the resurrection life of Christ touching the life of two women and a man. You know, I begin to think about as I put this message together this week, I began to think about the different times in my life when I've doubted and I've come into seasons where it's a little bit darker than at other times. But man, I'm like, you know, where is God? You ever been there before? I know some of you maybe are there even now. You prayed a prayer. You said, God, where are you? It's taking too long. Maybe you're believing for a loved one to come to Christ or you're believing for healing in your physical body or something you're struggling with, the emotion. Or maybe some of you businessmen and women, you know, you've been plowing and you've been believing God for something to happen in your business. And you ask this question, why God, why or when God, when? Have you ever been there before? I know I've been there in my life. I've been in there times in my life where I've prayed and I've cried out to God and it, it's not happened when I wanted, it's not happened how I've wanted, and it's, it's not happened in the moment I wanted it to happen. This story in the Bible is an encouragement that we are not to let go and we're not to give up hope, that we're to trust God, that God has a plan. And let me tell you something, we don't always see the plan of God, but we've just got to hold on to God. Well, hold on to God. God will bring us through. I want to say to all of our campuses one more time. I know all of our campus pastors are encouraging you guys. It's kind of like this. You know, the NFL has one Super Bowl. The Church of Jesus Christ, we have two. The birth of Christ and the resurrection of Christ. Now, let me just say this. I want to encourage everybody. It is the easiest time in the world to invite somebody to Easter weekend. I don't know how many services we have, but I'm going to be speaking a bunch. Everybody say, we, we, we pray for you. Come on, that's weak. How many of y'all love your pastor or not? How many of y'all are praying for Pastor Steve? Come on, come on now. Lord have mercy. I think we've got 18, 20 services. I'm going to be speaking six uh, myself, uh, but I'm just going to ask you guys to think about who you can invite next weekend. We've got services all weekend where we're going to lift up the name of Jesus high. 
It's not about Church of the King. It's not surely not about me, my Lord. It's not about our church, but it's about Jesus. We're gonna lift up Christ. Listen, we're gonna preach Jesus, that Jesus, listen, can change anybody's life. I don't care who they are, what they've done, or where they've gone. When Christ enters their life, listen, God brings, watch this, life out of death. Life out of death. So please think about who you can invite next weekend. If you have your Bible, I'm going to ask you to open up to the Gospel of John. The Gospel of John. I've been waiting on Palm Sunday. I've been waiting to teach through this story. I'm so excited about it. We're going to look at Mary, Martha. We're going to look at the encounter that they had with Christ. We're going to look at their brother, what God did in their brother's life, Lazarus. Very interesting story in John chapter 11, where Jesus is late for a funeral. How I many you know that Jesus knows when to show up at a funeral? Matter of fact, I just want to say this as a pastor. I, I, I really enjoy going to funerals when I know the person was a believer. I mean, when they're a believer, how I many you know it's not a funeral, it's a celebration of life? It's a totally, listen, I'm, let's get transparent for it. It is a totally different spirit when you know that person beat you up there. They're just up there, they're rejoicing. I mean, I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something good with Jesus. They're having a blast. I mean, when you're, I mean, I, listen, when I do funerals, man, when somebody, when I've, I've overseen, when, of course, and preached at funerals, listen, when, there's, when, when you know that they're Christians, I mean, there's an excitement. It's almost like, man, I got to go back to life, and they got to go to heaven. Something about a funeral. There's a, there's a great uh, friend of mine that passed away a number of years ago, one of the best funerals I've ever been to in my life. And uh, matter of fact, some of his relatives are, are, are in our church, and uh, it's Ed Werner. And Ed passed away about three years ago, and, and his, I think his brother-in-law, a number of uh, relatives, Ed and Nancy. Nancy's still alive, loves God. She's, they kind of adopted Jennifer and I 25 years ago in youth ministry. I never forget going to Ed's funeral, and, uh, and he was in his 70s. It was a little bit premature, but, but what a great man. And this, this person got up and talked about, I mean, talked about Ed and this one, the next. It was just incredible incredible the lives that he changed. Isn't that powerful? When you hear about somebody that transformed, listen, when they shared Christ and, and, and their life demonstrated the love of Christ, it's so powerful. And I looked around that room that day and I knew so many of the people that were believers. And I knew in their hearts how excited they were because they knew that one day they were going to see Ed again. Ed was alive in heaven and yet his body was dead on earth. And I looked around that room and I thought to myself, I thought this statement, Ed's not the only one dead in this room. His body is physically dead. But there was a whole bunch of people that I knew that came to pay respects, and I say this so respectfully, but they were dead spiritually on the inside. They had no idea. That, listen, you could tell the people that were Christians in there you, you could tell those that were excited because they knew that this life, we are merely passing through this life. I mean, they knew that Ed was in heaven rejoicing, and yet you could see those that were unbelievers because even if you were crying, you can have tears of hope or tears of despair. Boy, I was looking at those people that I knew that didn't know Christ in there because I knew they were just paying respects, and it was hopeless. It was just like a, just a totally different spirit. The fact of the matter is there are people physically alive all over the world, but physically they may be alive, but 
Spiritually, they're dead. Maybe not spiritually dead, but they may be dead in their emotions. Maybe they're not dead there, but maybe they're dead in their marriage. And maybe that's where some of you are. You feel like, Pastor, does resurrection life have anything to do with beyond the spiritual life? Because I, I'm, I'm dead in this area in my life. I, I, medicine, I had a dream, Pastor, and that thing died, and I'm believing for resurrection in that. Could God help me in that? Resoundingly, yes. Maybe it's not dead in your dream. Maybe it's something that you were believing God for and this prayer that you had for a son or a daughter to come to Christ. You guys know my story, how my parents prayed for me for years and believed God and believed God and believed God for years. And I came to Christ in college. And I'm gonna tell you, I needed God. We all need God. But maybe you feel like you're dead in that. Here's what I wanna say to you. God specializes in bringing, watch this, life out of death. He specializes in that, in bringing hope where there's hopelessness, joy where there's sorrow. That's the gospel. Forgiveness where there is a stain of sin. This is one of the best stories in the Bible where God brings life out of death. Sometimes death can be on the inside. It's interesting, I was thinking about this, this, this little boy, Alex, and he was at church, and he loved his preacher. He loved the pastor so much. And I love the kids around our church where I get to see them. And, 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 and he would always go up to him and talk to him. He'd say, Pastor, he said, he says, tell me about this. And they would talk a little bit, and they shared similar hobbies. And, and, and one day, Pastor walked up to him, and Alex was, was, was looking at these plaques that they had on the wall. And he was just, he was just like these, these, reading these names, and they were all in kind of the hall of the church leading into the sanctuary. And he said, he said, Pastor, he says, he says what, what, are the, what are the names of, 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 of all of those people on those plaques? He says, oh, son, he goes, those are the names of, of the people that, that died in service. And he goes, oh, they died. Like, when did they die? Like Sunday morning or Sunday night service? How did they die? He said, no, son, in the armed services. Oh, I, I didn't understand that. Now, I want to say this very respectfully. We love all Christian churches. I, I want to make sure as long as I'm pastoring this church that nobody dies in the church when I'm preaching. Are y'all with me? Are y'all with me today or not? It's okay every now and then to say amen. If you do it too much, it distracts me. But every now and then is good. Everybody say it. Come on. Why? We're alive in Jesus. Isn't that right? We're alive in Jesus. John chapter 11, one of the most powerful stories in the Bible about where Jesus brought life out of death. John chapter 11, verse one to four. This is a story where Jesus hears about one of his dear friends. By the way, Jesus had friends in the Bible. Mary and Martha were friends of Jesus. Lazarus was a friend of Jesus. The scripture actually says that, that Jesus would often go to their house and hang out with them and talk. And so what happens is Jesus is in another town ministering and he hears about his good friend Lazarus had died. Listen to this. The Bible says, now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany. Bethany is a town right outside, about two miles right outside of Jerusalem. The town of Mary and his sister Martha. It was that Mary, who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Watch this next verse. Therefore the sisters sent to him saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. They're saying, 
Lord, you love Lazarus. Your buddy is sick. You guys hung out together. You talked together. He's sick. We need you quick. The Bible says when Jesus heard that, he says, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. I want you to put yourself in this story just for a moment. What we're, what's going on here is there's some loved ones that are very, very concerned. They're concerned because these two sisters, their brother was sick and he was right at the point of death. And they sent word for Jesus for, for him to come quickly because they, they needed him to come quickly. They needed their brother to, to, to be raised up so that their brother would not die. And they were concerned about this and, 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 and they wanted him to come now. And they were asking God to do it now. And they needed the miracle now. Why? Because they didn't want their brother to die. What's interesting is, is that Jesus starts talking. He says, listen, let me give you some perspective. This sickness is not the, well, it's not like the sickness that you think it is. I mean, this sick, in the end, the glory of God is going to be demonstrated through this. Now, that didn't make sense at all to the people around him. He thought, what are you talking about, the glory of God, and, and how does this relate? In other words, Jesus began to introduce something into the equation, and here it is. I have a divine strategy. You may not understand it. You may not realize it, but I have a strategy. You don't know what's going on. You don't have all the insight. I'm the alpha and the omega. I have an insight that you don't have. How many times we pray for something and we want the answer now? We want it to happen now. We want the thing to change now. We want the circumstance to move now. We want the mountain to move now. And God says, I have a strategy. But you don't understand something, Lord. My, my, my brother's at the point of death. And when he's, when he's, well, when he's dead, he's dead. And then what are you going to do, Jesus? I mean, if he dies, what are you going to do then? What, are you gonna raise him back up from the dead? I mean, if he's dead, he's dead. I wanna say this respectfully again. You can be alive physically, but dead spiritually. I, I, I meet dead people all the time. You meet dead people all the time. They're alive physically but they're dead spiritually. They're dead on the inside. Oh yeah, they're going through the motions. I mean, they're going through life and, 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 and they may have a job and they may even be doing well on their job. But they're dead on the inside. Oh, pastor, I mean, I, that seems so radical. I mean, you're telling me that you, 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 no, no, I see dead people all the time. I see dead people in restaurants. You go in there and I'm like, yeah. I, I see him. In, I, I see him. I see him all the time. I see him in the health club. I see him. I, I, I mean, they're 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 alive physically, but they're dead. They're 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 not alive on the inside. I'll say this again. Maybe maybe that's maybe that's 